All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This is our weekly Whole Story Health Hour. Am I saying that right? Whole Story Health Hour? Yep, that's it. Oh, I cut your mic on. I'm sorry. Yep, the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. Uh, if you need your windshield replaced, go to their Lakeland Drive location. Been there forever. You know where it is. It's right there on the right if you're heading east on Lakeland. And if you are in need of window tent on your automobile, go see them at the Flowood Drive location. But, hey, they also do so much more than just window tent and windshields. They tent your home and business windows as well as vehicle wraps and more. You know, you just uh, – you got a big wall or a countertop in your business, you want to get something printed on, your logo, your menu, whatever. Whatever you can think of, they can print it and apply it at Lakeland Glass and Tent. You want to put some uh, signage in your windows, they can do all that. LakelandGlassandTent.com, where quality matters. Give them a call today, 601-946-1000. All right, Allison, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, much better. Much better than last Monday. I got some good sleep. So <laughs> I, I, I did. Too. I was asleep at nine o'clock last night, and for the most part, uninterrupted till five thirty this morning when my alarm went off. Actually, I preempted it. I had it set for five, and I woke up about ten till five. Changed it to five thirty. I said, like, I can get another thirty forty five minutes out of this. I was snoozing, so I woke up refreshed. My sinus infection is on the uh, on the far end of it of it existing. So. That's good. Yeah, I, maybe it wasn't even a sinus infection. It was just serious congestion all week. Yeah. I woke up Saturday morning, and I was like, I can't breathe. I was, I was like, do I still have that neti pot, or did I leave it when I moved? And luckily, I brought my neti pot, and I'm telling you what, that thing is a game changer. My dad has been an advocate for that forever. I mean, you just talk about natural health and yeah. stuff, and just yeah. running some saline and, or salt water through your nose, and it's amazing to watch what comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, my goodness, all that was in there. And I do it a couple times. Man, I was good to go. I did take a Claritin D just to dry up some, but yeah, I, all all is well. We went to the uh, concert Saturday night. I love the 90s tour up there at the casino. Yeah. It's the first time I've been in somewhere in a while that they still allow smoking. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, we walked in the doors, and you could just smell the cigarettes. And say all that to say this, when I woke up, Sunday morning, I couldn't breathe. I mean, it was comical how stopped up I was. Straight to the neti pot. Yeah. And uh, kind of get all that out of me. But it had to be that nicotine and just all that cigarette smoke and yeah. stuff. It was it was rough. I, you know, I, I smoked years ago, and now I'm so sensitive to, to smoke, to, to fragrances, you name it. I just, I've, yeah. I've deleted so much out of my life that now I'm pretty sensitive to it, which... Most of us are. We just get to a place where we are so disassociated from our bodies that we don't understand the the things, that, the messages that it's sending. And so once you clear it out and you get those signals really strongly, it's easy to tell. Your body will tell you what it needs and what it does not need, for sure. Yeah. You know, I don't like government stepping in and telling businesses what they do and have to do or whatever, don't have to do or do have to do. But I tell you, I, and I owned a nightclub at the time that the indoor smoking ban happened, and we fought against it. But twenty years later, I'm, I'm you know, it, I'm for it. Yeah, you know, I, I really am. But I will say this: if you want to have a venue and you want to say, "Hey, we allow smoking in here," uh, let the people make their own decision if they want to come or not. You know, 
I don't have a problem with that either. But you know, if you want to have a smoking club type yeah. thing, but as a non-smoker, it is really nice to not have to deal with that. I think most businesses now would choose not to, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of with you. Like the choice still should be with the business. Yeah. So, although anytime I go to a conference and it's in a casino, <laughs> like you book a room in that casino and then you're, you know, in between uh, courses, you're walking and it's overwhelming. Uh, not my favorite, but again, you know, it, we all have choices. So, well, let me see if I can transition us from that seamlessly to this. Uh, speaking of events and parties and uh, going to casinos and gambling and all that, Super Bowl is this weekend. Oh, yeah. So we talked last week about some Super Bowl recipes, some healthy Super Bowl recipes and whatnot. And you uh, you really grabbed the bull by the horns. And uh, tell us what you've come up with this week. So my amazing client manager, Nikki, and I have created, well, she did most of it. Um, we have created a Facebook page or group for the Whole Story Health Hour. Um, and that's what it's called. So just search whole story health hour and uh, we'll put the cover photo of me and clay in front of the station banner. Um, so you'll know that it's us, but we want a place for you guys to come to get amazing recipes, to get good ideas. We'll do some health challenges. I want to give discounts for any products that I may mention. Um, if you know, I'm an affiliate, then I can offer discounts to the listeners. So we just want it to be a place where you can come and get a little bit more information than we have time to talk about on the show and can people go people be able to go there and post and ask questions and stuff of that nature too yes we will watch it obviously you know i'm not going to promise that everything will stay up but yeah absolutely come ask questions um and and we will answer to the best of our ability or we'll connect you with the resource that's got the answer um and so speaking of the super bowl we want to share some of your healthy um fun recipes so y'all send us your recipes whether you send it to us on facebook or shoot it over to clay on his text line or email um um, wholestoryhealth.gmail.com and we will feature a lot of these healthy but delicious Super Bowl recipes so you can take something fun and healthy. Well, two of my favorite things both involve jalapenos and cream cheese. Yes. You can get like some backstrap from deer, deer backstrap, kind of wrap it up with some bacon or jalapeno and cheese and cheddar. You know, I mean, not cheddar, but um, cream cheese, make you a little bomb or they call it a popper also. Yeah. And uh, But my, my really, my OG number one favorite is just the uh the jalapeno poppers slice get a get the bigger jalapeno slice them in half devein deseed them load them with some cream cheese wrap them with some bacon you got to do thin bacon the thick takes too long to cook and it'll overcook the uh jalapeno but do thin bacon they're great in the air fryer if you don't feel like lighting the grill i did learn that everything's great in the air fryer uh if you get a little creative or put them on the grill and those are some of my favorite um simple you know when i say healthy i'm more more so mean carb free type snacks and you can get full on that obviously any kind of meat you know be careful what kind of seasonings you use on them because you can definitely you know you're putting like red sweet barbecue rubs you're putting a lot of sugar yeah on it but uh like somewhere like the jonesy q line is 100 zero carbs zero sugars like that his ecstasy line of, of rubs so very healthy for you there, um, believe it or not, Academy Sports had some good rubs that Tyler and I got that were 
carnivore and keto friendly, I think. And I looked at the ingredients and very few, if any, preservatives in it, too. Um, And look for things, especially when you're looking at rubs, look for things that use sea salt or pink salt instead of just regular salt, too. If you're especially if you're looking at, you know, somebody with hypertension or something, Um, you can get away with sea salt or pink salt because it's still got the minerals intact. um, But regular table salt or, you know, whatever they say is sodium um, is it's the integrity of it's pretty compromised and it can cause you to retain fluid. Hey, you know, speaking of that, and we know we're going to touch on some of the things we missed last week because we went down some rabbit holes and about stress and stuff of that nature. I saw an ad or a news story the other day and I meant to talk about it. I could probably find it somewhere. There's a big push to bring back MSG and to eliminate the, the the negative connotation around MSG and they're trying to say that the push to ban MSG was kind of racist towards Asians because I guess Asian food has a lot of MSG in it, you know, and it, let's talk about MSG a little bit. Cause I, I was misinformed. I, I thought MSG was salt. What is MSG? Mm, let's look that up. I mean, we've heard this for years that MSG is terrible for you. Right. And it is. And, um, so monosodium glutamate, um, I think it's racist to say that a lot of Asian food contains MSG. A lot of American processed, quote unquote, Asian food that I doubt many Asians would actually claim is full of that stuff. Um, from my understanding, it's a preservative and our bodies do not respond well to it. So it's a flavor enhancer often added to restaurant foods, canned vegetables, soups, deli meats, and other foods. Um it is generally recognized as safe by the FDA, which makes me automatically question it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway, I think that I remember, I don't know, was it 10 years ago or so, um, that they tried to make this big push to say that uh, corn syrup was, was actually really healthy for us. Our high fructose corn syrup was really healthy for us and that it had just gotten a bad rep. And I think like the American Heart Association got on board and it was all insanely uh, <laughs> um, bad information. But yeah, I you know. I mean, these are the same people who gave us the food pyramid. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. So this says, um, so the, the FDA has required it as mostly safe. Um, this is MSG, but symptoms can include headache, flushing, sweating, face pressure or tightness, lack of feeling or numbness, tingling or burning in the face, neck or other areas, quick fluttering heartbeats, chest pain, feeling sick, nausea, and weakness. This is not from a pharmaceutical-grade medicine. This is from MSG, which they are trying to now say is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, anything that causes any of that. And I, and I can tell, now that I've gotten a little more health conscious, I could tell when I eat something that has that kind of stuff in it, I, I feel swollen. Yep. I feel bloated. Yep. I guess that's bloated and swollen. I, can, I feel inflammation and all that. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy when I... You, now that I listen to my body more, mm-hmm. you know when you put bad stuff in it. Mm-hmm. It is amazing what you can hear or feel if you're looking for it. Once you've cleaned yourself up and then you dabble back in cheat meals and mm-hmm. cheat days and stuff like that, which I don't believe in. By the, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I made red beans and rice yesterday. Neither red beans nor rice are healthy for you. I mean, and I partook in it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I would be just fine if I didn't do that. 
But yeah. I just understand that I'm going to mix it up some, and these are things I'm not going to just ever quit eating. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. I mean, we – I think I've been seeing a lot of this lately, and I happen to agree um, when we become over-obsessed with – toxic load and, you know, foods that I think an 80-20 is a really good rule to follow. 80% of the time, eat things that give you life, right? And and 20% of the time, either you're not going to be able to avoid it or you're going to plan a fun, um, you know, meal. Red beans and rice is certainly not the worst you can do. Yesterday, I attended uh, a little girls party. The girls from my gym are so great to get together. And we had what was called a favorite things party. And um, I mean, those girls can cook. <laughs> I saw the, I saw some of the pictures. Yeah, and they baked. And so I made sure before I went, and here's a little rule of thumb too, if you're thinking about going to a Super Bowl party or whatever, um, before you go, have some vegetables and some quality protein. And then when you go and, and maybe you enjoy more carbs than what you normally have, um, you won't have such a high glucose spike. Or you can do some apple cider vinegar and water um, before, about 30 minutes before. And then that will help minimize that glucose spike. All right, hold that thought. I got questions about apple cider vinegar. All right, let's do a break real quick. This is the Whole Story Health Hour with Clay Edwards and Allison Noe live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. And we'll be right back after this break on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Uh, get out there to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there at Fan and Mart on the res. And you may be saying to yourself, Clay, why are you reading a pizza ad during a health show? Well, look, they do offer a uh, healthy alternative out there. So ask Chip and them about that. You can get a, I believe you can get a crustless pizza. It's like the the just the cheese is the crust or they also they have a um a gluten-free uh crust as well at least they were experimenting with that so i do believe you can get that don't quote me on it but uh ask chip and them but hey if you just don't care hit them up acme pizza and daiquiris they open daily at 4 p.m right there at phantom Mart, and they are open late every night acme pizza and daiquiris all right i'm joined here in the matt kike of flowwood studios by allison noe it's our whole story health hour episode number three Allison, right before we went to break, you mentioned apple cider vinegar. And I was like, oh, my my, my, my antennas popped up because I keep some in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed when I – I don't buy into all the crazy stuff about it. Like, it, it's not a magic cure for everything. But real talk, I'll tell you what I use it for, and I get the best use out of it for that. And I want to hear what you feel like it works best for. For me, when I'm intermittent fasting – if I'll take a shot when I get hungry, it kills my appetite mm. for a while. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Like just for, just as a weight loss, uh, 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 weight loss preventative, however you want to say it, it helps kill my appetite. And it's something I can take that isn't going to mess up, mess with my fast or my ketosis or anything like that. And I'm just like, like I say, just about a liquor size shot of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I had to chase it with some water because it's, you know, it's, it's stout. Oh, yeah. Or put some lemon in it. But the more you do it, the more you get used to it also. Yeah. And it becomes less stout. And I do believe it is a good gout preventative. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't going to help you none if you already are having a gout attack. But if you take a shot every day, I do think it helps with inflammation. 
What say you? Yeah, um, I mean, it has a lot of benefits because it is, you know, a fermented food. It's it's a probiotic. So it, uh, as far as killing your appetite, it is a good blood sugar stabilizer. So, you know, that, that makes sense. Um, plus, if you drink it, I mean... It's nasty, so you really don't want anything. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So what I do um, is you can take a teaspoon, maybe two. Um, it's one of those things where more is not better. So really does not need you don't need much at all. But I'll put it in eight to 16 ounces of water because otherwise it is really strong. My brother and I used to just uh, squeeze lemon in it and shoot it. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me so much of back in the day shooting tequila. Um, It's it does not taste that great. But yeah, I mean, it can be used for any sort of like bacterial infections, uh, because what it does is it promotes the good bacteria. So, you know, we have a ton of bacteria on our skin, in our guts. And they're really important um, to our overall well-being, but we can also get overrun by bad bacteria. So a lot of people that have gut issues or overgrowth of candida and they crave sweets all the time, a lot of times that's because the bad bacteria is running the show. So you've got to starve that out and promote the good bacteria. So apple cider vinegar is a great promotion of good, healthy bacteria. I like it. Let's take a call here real quick. Hey, caller, thank you for staying on hold there through the break. You got a question for Allison? Yes, sir. I got, uh, I was at a pharmacy one time and, you know, I was friends and uh, this man, 91 years old, come in. He did this twice a day and I started doing it every night before I go to bed. Uh, he take one of them, you know, one of them plastic coffee cups, you know, like you drink out of the small ones. Mm-hmm. And you put three fourths full of water and put two apple cider vinegar and put three spoonful of local honey and stir it up. Mm-hmm. It does wonders for your blood pressure with the honey and all mixed up and it keeps your blood pressure down and it makes you feel better in the morning and it keeps it just it does a lot. And this, this he did it twice a day. I do it at night before I go to bed. And it really this this I believe it, it works good with with the honey, the, the antioxidant in the honey and the uh ampersand vinegar. It it's, I think it helps you. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. It it does do a lot of things, and then that local honey and making sure that it's local from our area because that well, helps. Let me let me let me tell you something else. If you use the Kroger apple cider vinegar, or you know the cheaper one, the older one, but if you use the old brand, you better put an extra spoonful of honey in them uh, and a half a spoonful <laughs> of honey because that old brand is stout. Yeah, it is. It is. Hey, great call, man. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I like the Braggs because I can see I the mother in it. So the mother is that like that creamy looking stuff substance. on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, so shake it up real well. But you want the mother because that's really where where all the good stuff is at. And um, but yeah, it, local honey. So Pennington Farms is a an actual local honey farm mm-hmm. um, that you'll find quote unquote local honey in the grocery store but is it made in the outskirts of Tennessee that may not be local enough for us because we want those local histamines yeah you know when I started experimenting with natural ways to keep my gout down uh, the honey was something that came up in local honey and stuff of that nature and that's why I started out with the apple cider apple cider vinegar stuff was exactly what he just said Mm -hmm. I put a little dab of local honey I put the apple cider vinegar and I heated it up you know, kind of made it warm. Mm-hmm. It, it's also when you have congestion, that honey is uh, is good for that. And the honey, but anyway, they say the, the more local, the better. Because mm-hmm. w- what are you local to? You right, know? right. 
Yeah, the, the, the environment and all that stuff. Yeah, because the bees are pollinating. You want to get it from local plants so that we can have these defense mechanisms in our body when we put, you know, if you, especially if you have a ton of allergies. So. Uh, exactly. And I'm going to tell you, um, as far as finding that Pennington Farms, I know that they sell it. This is just a lot of these um, these roadside uh, produce stands. Mm. Uh, Donna's there. Uh, there's one. I forget the ladies. The one that's right there in Pearl, out there, close by the high school. Yeah. Uh, Barry, Barry, Donna Berries, I think is what it is. Yeah. Don- anyway, Berries, and um, then Donna's up and down Forty Nine there. The one right outside Florence on the right. And I'm guessing that you know you can get it a lot of places. I, I think all the Pulp's uh, drugstores has them. Tell you what, I actually know the owner, um, and uh, she's an amazing lady. And I will reach out to her, and then we'll put a list of places that you can get it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Hey, and on, on honey, because anything that tastes that good, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll <laughs> quick little backstory. First time I did it, I guess I did a spoonful. It was like too much. What? Putting that local honey in my mouth for the first time made my taste buds and everything just go crazy. I've never felt my mouth do that before. It was the weirdest thing. It almost felt like a an irritation, and then it went away. It was just a it was just a weird feeling. I was like, but that that was the difference in local honey versus the other the store honey. Interesting. It was really wild. I was like, that was it, it was an experience. Yeah. And, and I don't know if anybody else has done that or. Or what? But I was like, I'm just gonna try a little bite of it. It was almost I thought like my mouth was about to stick together. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. But uh, I was like, wow. Once I once I realized I w- it wasn't crazy, nothing bad was happening. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that, wow, that's real honey. I knew I'd got a hold of some good stuff. Yeah, and and it's good. And but think about, you know, a, a dose a day should be good, right? So I know people that. They take something like that and run with it, and then they're putting honey in everything. They're having, you know, hot tea all day and adding it to their coffee. And, and again, we always want to be thinking about managing blood sugar um, because the there is a lot of strong research that, that shows the more frequent the blood sugar spikes, the uh, shorter our lifespan is. So, um a, a dose is fine, especially if you're cutting it with apple cider vinegar, because it's going to help reduce that glucose spike. But we don't want to be overdoing the honey. Too much of a good thing, you know? Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, well, <clears throat> I need to get back to the honey. I thought about that over the week as I had my sinus infection, but never got around to getting any. Also thought about uh, apple cider vinegar and <clears throat> just ignored the fact that I have a bottle in the fridge. I need to get back to sh- doing my shots of it every day. I'd gotten to a good routine of getting home after the show doing a shot to hold me over so I wouldn't eat again until I till I got home for my dinner. <clears throat> but I have seen where some studies and we don't have to go down this rabbit hole because I know we want to talk about stress, but I have seen some studies that have started to come out that are saying intermittent fasting does not help lose weight. That it's the if you're losing weight while you're intermittent fasting, it's because you're in ketosis. It's not because you're intermittent fasting. Well I really felt like I max I cranked up my weight loss during intermittent fasting. Yeah. But it can absolutely be a tool for weight loss, but there <clears throat> are many reasons why. So it's not just, you know, there are some people that have a lot of success um, by intermittent fasting and not watching what they eat while they're fasting. I will say that is probably temporary. You may go for so long and you will either plateau or start putting weight back on. Um, it, I don't think it needs to be the only focus, but here's the thing. If you're cutting off food at a decent hour, so we become more resistant to insulin as the sun goes down. 
right? It's a survival mechanism. And a lot of people are late night eaters. And I certainly was one of those. Um, I love to snack at night. I, I used to. And so that was something that intermittent fasting helped me get a hold of. I would just cut it off, you know, and even now I still try to cut my, my food intake off by seven, seven thirty. You know, if I, if I'm really disciplined, I can do it a little bit earlier, but it, it, it can be difficult. Um, but anyway, so it it's not the only tool that will work and it won't work forever if you're not also paying attention to other things like movement and, and what you're eating. Gotcha. Let's take a call here. We got Lacey on the line. Hey, Lacey, you're on there. You got a question for Allison? Yes, I do. What does she think about lemon juice? I use lemon juice in just about everything. Uh, without the sugar, I try to stay away from sugar because I feel like the more you eat sugar, the more you'll crave it. Yes, you are exactly right. So back to feeding that bad bacteria. Um, you know, when we feed bacteria that loves to eat sugar, it will tell you to eat more sugar because it wants to be fed more, right? So it's sending That's these right. signals to your brain to cause these cravings. Plus, it activates that dopamine response. And so when we get a, a hit of dopamine, it's very short lived. And so then we mm-hmm. need another and another and another. So sugar is insanely addictive. So kudos to mm-hmm. you for figuring that out and weeding it out. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, well, lemon juice is is going to be beneficial for multiple reasons. So it mm-hmm. helps. Um, actually, as acidic as it is, it actually helps restore a healthy pH level. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it moves our body more towards an alkaline state. And that mm-hmm. and I thought that was so interesting because it's acidic by nature. But when it's inter- introduced into our biology, it actually helps um, move our body to a more alkaline state. And it can serve as an appetite suppressant minor, but still. And then you've got the aspect of vitamin C, which most people need a mm-hmm. lot more of. So great job. Well, I do put it in even my gin. I don't add anything else. It's just gin and lemon juice. And I might take a shot of that in the morning. Yeah. You know, because I seriously, I've heard that it speeds up your metabolism. It makes you burn calories for at least an hour. Now, that's what I read on the Internet. Yeah, I I, I can't I can neither confirm nor deny because I have not (laughs) done that research. But I will say if you are going to enjoy a cocktail, because we know that uh, alcohol is sugar. That's what it is. Um, And so I went and looked up gin. Gin doesn't doesn't have a lot of sugar. It it doesn't. I don't think, if I'm remembering right, I think the lemon juice had a little had a, a five zero point five gram of sugar or something like that, and the gin had, I think, nothing. It depends. It depends on the quantity too. Um, so yeah, if we're talking like a, if we're talking about an ounce and a half, so here's what I recommend for cocktails: if if you are wanting to be conscious of blood sugar, um, doing something like gin or vodka or even tequila and and one one serving right so that's where people mm-hmm. get got okay because one serving um, and then mixing it with water or soda water lemon juice like you're doing fresh squeezed mm-hmm. lime um, mm-hmm. that that is a good way to go and keep your blood sugar rate uh, pretty stable right so. even with my coffee hey Lacey. I don't put any sugar or anything like that I um I use turmeric and uh, cinnamon 
and cayenne pepper in my coffee. You so got I got it going on. Cocktails. That's what I'm talking Heck about. Yeah. Hey, Lacey, we got to take a break. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Have a great have day. A, have a blessed day. Oh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, she hit on a few things I want to hit on when we come back from the break here. This is the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe and Clay Edwards live on 103.9 WYAB. And to the Clay Edwards Show. This is our Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe. It's kind of its own standalone show here on WYAB every Tuesday from 8 I'm sorry, from 9 to 10. I haven't got used to this 9 to 10 thing yet. From 9 to 10, and we're talking about maybe uh, doing this a little bit more because I really enjoy Allison and I's conversations. We see eye to eye on a lot of things, especially when it comes to the world of health and fitness and whatnot, and I learn a lot every time she's in here. Hey, Allison, real quick, I had a question from Derek on the Guns and Gear text line, and I'm glad he asked this because I was simultaneously thinking the same thing. You see these apple cider gummy pills and stuff like that, apple cider vinegar, gummy pills, and, the, and whatnot, anyway. Are those the, are those good? Are you getting the same bang for your buck out of that? I think that anything that comes in a gummy form is not going to be near as beneficial as taking the true. You know, I I, I can't see that you're getting much, if anything, from an apple cider vinegar gummy. What about an apple cider vinegar pill? Maybe that's not a gummy. Uh, I still don't. I mean, you're talking about a liquid that they've dehydrated. Yeah. You know, I think you're going to lose, especially the mother. Yeah. And and, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I would like to think there's a, anytime you could take something that's really nasty and make it not nasty, you're losing something or you're adding something that don't need to be in there. Yeah. I mean, and also how much is it costing? If it's a cheap buy at a drugstore or Kroger, I just feel like, no, it's a waste. Of, even if it's $4, it's a waste of your money. Go buy a $5 bottle of actual apple cider vinegar. And the good thing about ACV is you don't have to shoot it like we were talking about. You can actually use it and make your own salad dressing or use it to cook with. So if the thought- I spray my barbecue like pork and chicken and stuff. When I'm smoking it, I spray it on. Oh, that's a great idea. When I'm cooking, and it and it turns it from being nasty into into something really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, vinegar in itself, because of its pro, pre and probiotic uh, tendencies, is is going to be good for you. But ACV just has that concentration of that good bacteria. So, yeah, I I, I don't think a gummy is going to do it. And and people say, well, that's the only way I can get my kids to take it in. Maybe then there's a benefit if. If it's that or nothing? Yes, yes. But a lot of times it has so much added sugar to it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I've often thought the same thing, Derek. And I was like, man, there's got to be a better way, yeah, especially on the question. go and all that. Because when I do it, it, it knocks me, it, it knocks my it knocks my breath off center for a minute. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I was like, I, like, I would like to keep a bottle in my fridge at work. And I still may do it, but beware. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it's got a strong taste, but... Um, like I said, I mix it with so much water that it dilutes the taste, yeah. um, but it still maintains the integrity of what it needs to do. So I'm going to do a shot this morning when I get home. I'm going to get back on the uh, ACV bandwagon. You've been warned, people, though. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, so we got about six minutes left in this, uh, basically the last real segment of the show here. Uh, we Last week, we kind of, we got to go down rabbit trails or rabbit holes, and we forgot to really talk about stress management Yeah, and some of the things you could do to alleviate stress. You want to pick that up? Yeah. Um, so why is this important? You know, we kind of went over that, but stress, if you are 
doing all things right. You are eating well. You are moving your body, but you are not mitigating your stress physiologically. Your blood sugar will be impacted because um, high levels of stress, it elevates your cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone, cortisol and adrenaline. And cortisol and insulin do this dance. So it has been shown that people who are really stressed out and sleep deprived have higher... Um, have more high rates of insulin resistance. So it's important. Um, and I wanted to, to name a few things that are contributing to stress that we may not be thinking about our phones. Um, I, and I can't remember if we went over this last time or not, cause we talked about so many things, but our phones are such a um, constant source of stress because we've got all the news headlines coming in. We've got a million different text threads that we're in that we feel responsible for answering right away. Um, you know, turn your notifications off to a lot of these things and dedicate time to answer your group me and dedicate time to answer your emails. But if you are constantly feeling like you've got to answer everything immediately, there, I mean, you're just living in a stressful state. I tell you, I, I, years ago, I cut off most all my social media mm-hmm. uh, notifications. Some some of the like the DM stuff creeps through. Yeah, I don't mind that because somebody needs to get in touch. I, at least I'll see it. Yeah, I don't have to uh, re- reply to it immediately. But just random notifications on Facebook, I did away with that years ago. Yeah. Especially after I started the Save Jackson page because that thing's all the, yeah. Yeah. It is. And, and, you know, consider taking a a detox day on the weekend. So I observe Sabbath. I'm not Jewish, but I observe Sabbath on Saturday. And so, you know, I don't answer any work DMs. I don't, you know, nothing work related. Um, so I really try not to be on social media that day, but it's amazing when I get ready to go on Sunday mornings, how much more ready I am to take on the week ahead. Um, So taking a break from your phone in general, like if you are going to have dinner with somebody, be present, um, which will lower your cortisol if you are present engaging with someone. Um, So uh, living in the city versus living in the country puts more stress on your body. So people that live in the city, work in the city, you need to be more intentional about getting out in nature. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of cool science around grounding. So taking your socks and shoes off and walking in grass and what that does for your nervous system. Um, so it's just an easy way to uh, mimic living in nature. Um, yeah. Um, toxic people can really elevate your, your stress levels, right? So, um, you know, to some degree, we can't avoid it. Uh, but if you can, I mean, take a look at your, your relationships and the people that, that um, you're in contact with every day. Again, social media, you don't have to follow somebody. You don't have to argue with them. Like if they get on your nerves, I had somebody write me a really ugly letter a couple of years ago. And uh, what it boiled down to, I think, was that I just got on their nerves. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you can unfollow me or unfriend me any day and I will never know. It's okay. You don't have to follow everybody. Yeah, you know, I, the current Facebook page that I use the most, um, that's exactly why I started it. Because I had this other page of like 5,000 people on there that I had for since I signed up for Facebook 12 years ago. And it had accumulated a lot of people that I don't know, a lot of people of different political persuasion, this, that, and the other. And I don't have any problem people posting their opinions on Facebook. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel like going through and deleting everybody as I see stuff. I said, I'm just going to start another page and be a little more selective about 
who gets on there. We're going to have to have a few mutual friends, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And it, it did wonders for me. I, don't, I By default, it uh, unfollowed all the news things I was following without having to see crap I didn't want to see. Right. And uh, it, it was it was really nice for me. I, like I said, I don't post a lot of political stuff on Facebook anymore. I, I kind of keep my hot takes for the radio station. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's some things that just grind my gears I'll put on there. But like I said, man, uh, cutting off those notifications to news, breaking news agencies, I, I really should delete WLET from my phone. But doing this thing that I do for a living here, I kind of have to be plugged into breaking news. Sure. But it would be nice to, or Dark Horse Press or any of them, which I Therese and them do a great job, but it would be nice to just unplug from that. Yeah, and or set curfews, you know, like you can put your phone on Do Not Disturb um, at 8 o'clock p.m. and don't cut it back on until, you know, whenever. So that at least when you're winding down, getting ready to sleep, that you're not getting triggered by all of these things. And then taking taking a day during the weekend to just put it on Do Not Disturb and, and go and, you know, do something. These are just ideas um, to get people thinking about ways that they can limit their exposure to unnecessary stress. Um, lack of boundaries is another one. I got a little bit too good at boundaries, I think. <laughs> when yeah. I got sober, I realized, oh, boundaries are great. Yeah. And um, so, uh, but y'all, I mean, you are responsible for everything that you take part in, right? So if there are things that you do not wish to be a part of, set a boundary and stick to it. I like it. Hey, let's take our last break here. This is the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe and Clay Edwards. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the last segment here of the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe and Clay Edwards live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. I'm going to pass the baton over here to Allison. Let her take us home for the day. I thank everybody for tuning in all three hours. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Allison? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for the callers, and um, I'm excited to see what kind of questions that we get in the Facebook group. Um, if you want any specific topic talked about, feel free to, to put it in there, too. So y'all make sure to to join that. We're, we're going to put some great stuff in there. And just search Whole Story Health Hour? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we'll get a picture of Clay and I in front of the uh, station banner put up today, just so you'll know it's us for sure. Now, I can't post in groups for another 30 days, so y'all have to miss my participation, <laughs> but uh, but I will be in there. We'll make you an admin as soon as you get your uh, <laughs> your <laughs> privileges back. Um, Shenanigans. <laughs> Uh, what, one more thing that I wanted to, to address with stress is I know a lot of people have these acute bouts of anxiety. So if you are, um, try to get outside and focus on the horizon. So when we are having a moment of anxiety and we have all these stress hormones going through our body, our vision will get narrow. It's a survival mechanism. So you can focus on whatever the threat is. Um, obviously we don't have an actual threat going on. So just get outside and focus on the horizon, take some deep breaths. This is going to help you, um, come out of like a, an intense bout of stress and then pet a dog lots of oxytocin there kiss a baby pet a dog there's a great story on kingfish's website today about uh, madison county and rankin county bringing in dogs for emotional support love it and uh, i mentioned it i actually wrote it down to talk about that allison great show today yeah didn't mean to cut you off there at the end That's but you right. mentioned the dogs and that is very true you can go find that story at uh, jacksonjambalaya.com i will see y'all tomorrow three full hours of the clay edwards show peace 
Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.